Are you ready? Yo. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to another edition of Football 2 Plus 3 right here on the Ginger's Perspective. And this weekend, everyone who is a football fan of the Barclays Premier League will be talking about the Manchester Derby at Old Trafford. The 165th time these two proud football clubs meet. More importantly though, Pep Guardiola takes his City team to the Theatre of Dreams, Old Trafford. Joining me, Mo, who can't wait for the early kickoff on Saturday to watch these two teams in action. Mo, how are you feeling ahead of this one? I'm feeling confident, eh? I think uh, we, we're going to get the three points. Been uh, better over the three games in City. City's defence was a bit weak. And, you know, they've let in a couple of goals there. Question marks over that Caballero fellow was in goal. And they got a new keeper. Might be an interesting start to the season for him if he plays. Well, one player who knows Old Trafford very, very well, former striker Dwight York. He believes his former club should beat Manchester City at Old Trafford on Saturday. He was chatting to Sky Sports. Let's take a listen. I think when you look at the two teams, two impressive uh, results over the, the first three uh, games of the season. Fantastic to see. I think Jose with his experience and being in the Premier League a little bit, but Pep again wouldn't even that wouldn't even phase him because he's been there, done it. Even though it's a different league for him, it's a difficult one to call. I think it's too close to call. But I, I'm, I think the difference is the strikers, and I think because Slatter is where he is and Aguero is not there, I think that's where the game is going to obviously settle the, the match. So there you have it. That's Dwight York. He does make an interesting point, Mo. No Sergio Aguero in the mix and uh, the strikers will have something to say because all of a sudden Pep Guardiola has got a few or less attacking options. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what Dwight York said is spot on. No Aguero, it's going to be a problem, but uh, Pep will come up with a plan. He'll probably play like a false nine or do something and it will work out. No, I don't think City will get the three points. My prediction going into this one, 2-1 to the Red Devils purely because Aguero is not there otherwise I would have gone for a draw your thoughts? yeah I gotta agree with you as well 2-1 squeaky bum time 92nd minute Zlatan for the win well it's not really Ferguson time anymore is it but should we say the special ones time? yeah we can say that <laughs> alright let's Might make a long hashtag but uh, yeah sure yeah <laughs> All right, let's turn our attention now to the transfer window that uh, was concluded or came to a, a rather wealthy end just before the... Pounds. Yeah, a billion pounds, just before the, the, the international window. In your opinion, who's the club that, that did the best business? You know, we've seen some clubs spend big, Manchester United, one of them, Chelsea. Who, in your opinion, has done the best business? I think uh, you'd have to say United. Um, they did their business early. But uh, in the last few days, I'd have to say Arsenal. Eh? They went in, Wenger found his checkbook, signed some players he needed. I the, the biggest losers of the transfer window have to be your favourite team, Sunderland. <laughs> Dithering Dave once again, you know, failed to sign any decent players. And now he's sitting with one fit striker. And uh, his striker is like 30-something years old. So... He might have a problem and his job might be uh, on the line. 
Dithering Dave. I quite like that. I quite like that. Um, he's under pressure. I don't think Sunderland have enough quality this season to, to stay up. He's got to rely on, on basically one fit striker to get them through this weekend uh, and, and to avoid that they get swallowed up into that, that quagmire of the relegation fight early on in the season. I mean, we've had three games. You can't afford to be losing track with, with the teams that are sitting sort of just outside that, that gap, even at this stage of the season. Yeah, you've got to get those points, eh? And uh, one of the big surprises was uh, David Luiz going back to Chelsea. I mean, nobody saw that one coming. I'm not, I, I, I can't understand it, eh? You, they bought a defender who doesn't defend. What does David Luiz actually do? Because when he gets it right and he's going forward, he's got nothing to do tracking back. He's phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. But when it, it depends where he's going to play. If he's going to be in defence and he does that, he's going to it's going to be suicide for Chelsea. If he's in midfield, uh, N'Golo Kante will cover up for him because that'll you know he takes one stride and he's at the other end of the pitch already. I mean, he's just something else. Yeah, gas tank for days on Kante. That's for sure. As a Newcastle fan, Musa Sissoko going, going to Tottenham was quite interesting because eventually Everton matched and said, great, we'll take him. And then he apparently refused to take calls. And and then that basically meant he wouldn't get his his personal terms agreed. And Tot- Tottenham came along, offered it, and there he went. Now, he's copped a bit of abuse because a lot of former players have said it's deplorable what he did. And what's your take on... I mean, especially that we're talking about the transfer window, players wanting to leave clubs. It is, eh? But, I mean, it's his choice. I think maybe he wasn't too happy with going to Everton. I mean, he's entitled to his choice. If it if it hurts anyone's feelings, that's their, should be their problem. I mean, he doesn't want to go to a club that maybe is going to struggle or he'd rather go to Spurs and play in the Champions League and, you know, get more exposure. That's true. I don't That's think true. there's anything wrong with it. It's, it's normal. Yeah, look, maybe I can't. Maybe I'm very biased. Uh, I can't really pass judgment on this one. But good luck to Musa Sissoko. Looking at some of the other the interesting transfers that happened, I've just seen um, that Crystal Palace have, have landed Matthew Flamini. Uh, he was a free agent, left Arsenal. So I think not a bad signing for, for the Eagles, considering they're a team that have only won twice in 2016. Yeah, that's that might be something they need a bit of experience in the team. They still got they got quite a few young players. I think he'll he'll add much value. He won't play as many games, but and he'll add some 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 experience. And they've got uh, Liverpool reject Penteke uh, up front. <laughs> he, he, he would he, I think he's going to do well under Pardew's style of play. I think he didn't fit in for for Jurgen Klopp. But Padu will get the best out of him the way you know he got out of uh, Andy Carroll. Let's let's talk about Liverpool. They they don't have an easy match this weekend. Leicester City, who are at full strength for this one, and and you just get the feeling Liverpool are are a team that are they're there and thereabouts, but they just can't quite I don't know pull the trigger. Or maybe they're lacking that killer instinct because there's some quality in that side. No, there's definitely is. I think that a lot of the players are still. You know, they're just waiting for something to happen. And when it does, Liverpool are like magic to watch. I, it hurts me to say this, but when it all goes their way, it's brilliant football. Yeah. 
Exactly. And I think they're going to be up for the Leicester game. I think they're releasing their new stand this weekend or some something like that. You know, uh, so they'll they'll be up for it. It's something for the fans. Eh? No, I, th- I think it. You, you, we all want, and I, I know neither of us support Liverpool. Um, and and you might be difficult for you to to um, acknowledge acknowledge this, but. The Premier League needs a strong Liverpool. They need to have Liverpool challenging for the top because there's the history, the fans. I mean, and it's a yeah. proud club. No, absolutely. They, and, you know, every year it's, this is going to be our year and it just never happens for them. And I don't understand, maybe, I don't know why. You know, they've always signed players. not like they've never signed players or they've always signed players, spent money, and it just doesn't happen. Maybe they've got a curse on them. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> Could be, could be. It's going to be an interesting season. Still a lot to play, but taking a look at uh, the weekend's fixtures, just a quick run through. Manchester United, Man City obviously stands out. We've spoken about that one. We've got Arsenal, Southampton, quite an interesting one at the Emirates, Bournemouth, uh, West Brom, and you know Jack Wilshere going to Bournemouth. I think it's a good move for him. Watch him turn out to be the superstar he was born to be. He's just going to he'll have an injury-free season, be a star at Bournemouth, come back to Arsenal and get injured again. Somehow it always happens to him. I think he's going to have a good year at Bournemouth. Less pressure, no, not too much public eye on him. Do his job, and I think he'll do well. Eh? Yeah, Eddie Howe has said that he's just monitoring the workload on on Wilshire, and unfortunately, he has been beset with injury. We've got Burnley Hull, um, interesting Hull, also at this point looking to to sort of get out of that chaos that they find themselves in. Middlesbrough, Crystal Palace, Stoke. Who are bottom of the table at the moment? They take on Tottenham, West Ham, Watford, and then Liverpool, Leicester. Um, let's have a prediction there. You think Leicester, uh, full strength, could hold Liverpool at Anfield? No, I think I think uh, Liverpool going to take it. They'll win it like two one or so. It'll be interesting to see how Liverpool go. I, I'll agree with you there. Two one, I think it is. But um, in terms of the week so far and, and looking ahead to the fixtures, I must say the international break. Uh, it's a bit of a yawn for me. I'm, I'm quite excited that the Premier League is back. So that makes two of us, and there's a lot of people who feel the same. International football should be just played World Cup and Euros and all of that, not during the season. It just it just spoils it. All right, Mo, thanks very much for your time, as always. Good chatting. And um, where can people get hold of uh, us to, to comment on the podcast? Uh, at Football 2 Plus 3 on Twitter. Or go to www.cs2plus.co.za and you'll find the podcast there. If you're having a managerial uh, dilemma on fantasy football, you need to get rid of Aguero. Romelu Lukaku is your man for this weekend. Boom.